<laughs> so now I'm thinking now too though about the definition of a mechanical or electrical force. Yeah. Um, like a powering of. Yeah. So what's that? How do you think that ties into what we're talking about right now? Um, I I think the um. I I think the I think the power is in the remembering. You know what I mean? I I think it's it it's hmm. in the remembering on, and that and just, the remembering. That was a lot for me just now. I don't know if anybody else listening had like a oh moment, but I just did. I just did. Yeah, go I'm, for I'm it. Sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off. I nah, go for <laughs> it. No, but yeah, no, that, that was just strong because when you power something like mechanically right. or electrically, um, you it's, it's an action to power, to give power to. We've been right. talking about power as a noun, as a thing to have, to, to hold, uh, to mm-hmm. use all of this time. But now we're talking about the means of which we do a thing to bring power about right um and so i was thinking what's that thing what do you do it's and you (laughs) said it's remembering to remember to remember again to reacquaint um that's easy i can start doing that right now right to remember man that yeah that's a challenge for everybody like go remember go remember your power go remember your strength All right, welcome back. Yeah. Oh yeah. Here again. Always Once happy to again. Be here too. Isn't it beautiful? Yeah, always, always. I love doing this. And oh, I can yeah. never stop Nothing talking about like how much I love doing this. This is this is this is good. <laughs> yeah, for this real. We've good. been at it for a while. Yeah, I know, right? It's this number seventeen. Yeah, yeah. Seventeen weeks straight. Who's getting you know? sick of us yet? <laughs> you know what? I think we have more unrecorded material than <laughs> oh than man, anything yeah. Else. Oh, definitely. But man. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're here to talk about power. Power. Yeah. Man, I wonder what everyone's thinking about right now. Like when you hear power, what's, what comes to mind? I want to know. Email us at we might, the letter B, wrong at gmail.com. I want right. to know what you guys think power is. Go ahead and do it now before you even finish listening to this. Just send it in. And then if you change your <laughs> mind by the end of the episode, email us again. Yeah, <laughs> at we hit might, us twice. The letter B wrong <laughs> at gmail.com. Hit us up. You know? Yeah. Now, what do you what do you think about? Because you were just singing the Kanye um, West song. Yeah, I was. Yeah, twenty first century schizoid man. Yeah, I'm stuck on that part now. But um <laughs> when I first hear the word, like the connotation of it for me is like, you know, somebody who's a bit egotistical or narcissistic and um, you know, just wanting to be in control of other people's lives and to just have power and domain over in an unhealthy mm. way. The connotation of it initially for me is an unhealthy one. Oh, uh, shoot. I think me too. I think of I think of the uh I think of the villain, you know, from like the movies who wants to uh you know, wants to rule the world. He wants to take control of everything and we will finally rule the universe. Like that's kind of <laughs> yeah. where I go right away. Yeah. You know, that that 70s baby watching cartoons through the 80s like He-Man, you know, Skeletor and all those guys. I think that. Does that thinking of it for you stick? Like, is that your last thing thought for it? Or does it kind of evolve to something else once you get past that initial <laughs> kind of uh, schema you have? Yeah, it, I mean it does. I mean, I, I, but that's that's the that's the basement for me, you yeah. know, like because it was introduced to me that way as like something that evil dudes, you know, seek, you know, you know, uh Cobra Commander, all these villains, you know, from the from the cartoons, man. So, yeah, that's where it starts for me. Um now it doesn't stay there though. Um but I spent a lot of time trying to get out of that, you know, trying to get out of the idea that that you know power itself was altogether negative um the first time i had a different look at it and this is going to sound kind of nerdy or whatever but when i first went to college um and we used to play um as a fanfare the theme to space odyssey 2001 it's actually uh ricard strauss also sprock zarathustra and we would play that bum 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 
ba-da, if you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And I, I said to the band director, I was like, wow. Like, and this is band out there, you know, just cranking. And I'm like, man, that must feel like power. And that was the first time I can think of, or that I can remember, looking at it as something different. You know, it, it still felt, you know, like uh, you were controlling something big, but I didn't see it as evil for the first time. Okay. So, yeah, it took a while. Yeah. I'm not sure when I started to think of it in a not a, a non-sinister or non-negative <laughs> way. Um, but I, I do have other feelings toward it that aren't just the one that I explained. But kind of the same way with you um, in, like, recognizing when someone can wield power in a way that's non-destructive to themselves or, you know, the external environment around them um my non-negative connotation of power is the recognition of the control that you do have over your life that i think Mm. we all have and are too often unaware of it um but i think of it in in those terms as well yeah i one song that made me think about it a lot is rose golden by kid cuddy and willow have you heard it Mm -hmm. yeah uh, but there's a part in the in the hook in the chorus uh, where she sings future in my hands. God, she had a plan stronger than I knew. Soon I'd understand the power I possess uh, the story of the chosen. Wow. But just, you know, it's a, a recognition of I do have power. I think we all do. Yeah. Um, but that recognition of it and the decision to use it for good. What is that, though? What, what is that like? um you know, because you hear that a lot, like particularly, you know, in movies and in songs like, you know, like Uncle Ben from Spider-Man, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. It's like you there, there's always this necessity to check people, you know, who have power, you know, um, what, what is it that makes the misuse of power so appealing? Hmm. Before we go there, can we hear a definition or some definition? Let's do it. I got a couple over here, really. What do you got? Um, power. So, um, and, and okay, well, let me just read it. Okay, the ability to do something or act in a particular way, especially as a faculty or quality. For example, the power of speech. Um, okay, so the ability to use speech in a particular way. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Um, the second one, this is... Uh, the capacity or ability to direct or influence the behavior of others or the course of events. Uh, example, she had me under her power. That sounds like the one people tend to strive for. <laughs> I think so, too. Mm-hmm. I think that's the one. Yeah, we can rock with that one. OK. But were there any others that you had? Um, well, there's one. Um, um, I, I don't you know what? Let's let's do the other one. I was I was gonna say I don't think it speaks to what we're gonna talk about, but you know it just might uh, supply, you know, like a device with uh, mechanical or electrical okay. energy that might have a lot yeah. to do with what we're gonna talk about. Yeah, and the physics you know, of it, like a, as a source. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's mm. good. No, I like um, that. Uh, and then I have one more here: move or travel with great speed or force. Okay. That one's kind of a bridge between the two. Oh, you you the, see that? Okay, yeah. cool, cool. Okay, so you did too. Yeah. Okay. All right, good. Well, let's go back then. Uh, what was that second one? A um. Um. Yeah, the capacity or ability to direct or influence the behavior of others or the course of events. All right, and so you you were asking like, why do people want that? Why do people fight yeah. for that? Or why is the the misuse of it so appealing? I, I'm going to assume that it's because it, it seems to bring about resources and with resources, you can get as close to the kind of life that you want, um, as you can, or, you know, at least that's how we think you get close to that is by having enough resources to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, and so if you have enough power to influence other things and people in a way that bring you more resources, then it's attractive. Mm. So is that, um, you know, because that's like the means to like ease of life? Yeah. 
That's where I'm okay. getting at. Gotcha. So the the prospect of you know ease of life is is the the attractive part of power. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. We could go on. We could go a lot of directions. Then. Okay. <laughs> like we could go a lot of places with this one. Oh man. Um. And and then there was the other definition. You know. Um. That that I I think you know after reading it kind of speaks to to this too, but you know a supply, you know, um, or, or or that which supplies a device with mechanical or electrical energy, you know, for for example, you know, mechanical or electrical energy. Um, we all have. I think everybody is powerful in a sense of not necessarily uh, having power over other people. Um, or being able to rule over other people. But I think people have um, power or influence over a certain domain of life. Like there's an area in which, you know, each one of us are gifted to have dominion over a certain area of life and, and over resources in a sense that um, we're talking about realizing uh, the best of yourself, becoming who you are. You know, I think we all have that, but um, I, I think that part we kind of jump over and get right to having influence over other people. Do you think that the way that you just explain it is synonymous to inclinations? I do. Okay. That's a good. What made you ask me that one? That's I, I didn't even oh, think in that direction. Well, because you know Carl Jung, the uh, psychologist, yeah. um, mm -hmm. he had this theory or idea that we all share the same inclinations of our ancestors and that there is basically a set of things that people tend to be inclined to and those inclinations get passed down across generations like and so collective unconsciousness yes that's exactly what it is actually oh okay go yeah, me yeah <laughs> that's exactly what he was getting at um and so i you know when you started talking that was where my brain went to um, was learning about that and so the way you were explaining it was having power over you know a dominion in your own life and that thing that each of us has dominion over is probably something that we're pulled to or compelled to do have an inclination towards and so you know I'm, I'm just hoping that me asking that question made a connection for someone listening yeah yeah, I get it. I totally get where you're coming from. Yeah, I, I, I think so. I agree with that 100%. Um, and and I think um, perhaps the the misuse of, um, I guess, I don't want to say the superficial um, definition, but I think there's a very superficial way of looking at that one definition of power that... Um, we, we, we kind of limit it. We kind of limit it to just that. You know what I mean? The ability to do something or act in a particular way as no, I'm sorry, the capacity or ability to direct or influence the behavior of others. I think that we measure our our powers, just our ability uh, to to have dominion over something. I think we just limit it to being able to influence other people, you know, to get the things that we want. Um, and, and, and I don't think it's because we're inherently evil. I think it's we don't know anything else. Like I was just saying, my introduction to power was, you know, the the Cobra, you know, commander from G.I. Joe or, or, or Skeletor from He-Man. You know, just these guys that just wanted to run everything, you know, and they always did it by, you know, like these real evil means that, that hurt people, you know. Um, and and I, I think that's just. That's just where we go right away because that's what we're shown. Do you think it's inherently evil or bad to seek power? Um, I don't, you know, with with my adult eyes, I don't I don't see it that way at all. So you think it's um, possible but, for a person to seek power to to do what they, you know, let's say they don't do it by evil means. Um, yeah. Or I guess I'm asking, do you think it's possible to seek power without evil means? Oh yeah, absolutely. To seek it, not to have it. Absolutely, okay. I, I I think it's I think it's okay. Um, it's but 
you asked the question last week. You was like, well, what's your why? You know, so it's to me, it's about well, what fuels your uh, your pursuing of it? You know, why are you seeking power? You know, if it's if it's just power for power's sake, then yeah, it's dangerous. If you're seeking power um, as a means to do something. Uh, to share something, to give something to the greater good as you see it. You know, somebody else might think what you're up to is completely evil, you know. But if if your heart, you know, is uh, in a place of trying to add something or give something or create something of value, you know, then I don't think it's wrong to to seek a means uh, to to more greatly empower yourself in, in doing that. I'm just thinking about it. Um yeah. Have you sought power? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good one. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever sought power. I think I've sought to take on endeavors that were powerful. I don't think I've ever sought power. I don't think I would necessarily know how to seek power. Um, you know, let me let me look some things up real quick. Um, okay. Cuz I'm I'm thinking about that. And okay. Um so here's something that I found on what is this talent culture? talentculture.com talks about how we gain power and influence. Science's surprising answer. So, um you know, you guys are free to read this whenever you want to, but I'm going to kind of skip down to the parts in bold. Um, so, OK, numerous experience, um, numerous experiments back up uh, this assertion. I don't know what assertion that is because uh, I didn't read the whole thing, but they reveal that people who attain enduring power today exhibit five behaviors that inherently balance mind and heart and and just kind of skimming over this this doesn't seem evil at all number one enthusiasm they express interest in others and advocate on their behalf and take joy in their achievements uh number two kindness they cooperate share express appreciation and dignify other people uh three focus they establish shared goals and rules uh, a clear purpose and keep people on task Four, calmness. Through their actions and communication, they instill calm and perspective. And then five is openness. They display empathy and a disciplined process of listening attentively. I mean, of course, it's kind of in a nutshell. There's a whole lot more. Right. But, um, you know, people attain uh, enduring power today through enthusiasm, kindness, focus, calmness and openness. That's something I came across. It sounds to me still, though, that if a person were doing those things, were practicing being kind and calm and open and, and the other things you mentioned, that if they were doing that as a means to attain power, then it sounds it sounds backwards. It sounds fake. Because right. I would think that if you had like a really good why, like you want to help people, you want to uh, show people how to be the best versions of themselves, whatever your, your why is. Mm -hmm. And so then you are kind to people, you're open with people and deliver things in a calm manner to people as a means to try to help push people to become the better versions of themselves that you think they can be, then you would indirectly attain power. But right. I think that if you decided, hey, I want power, and I, I don't think anyone's <laughs> saying it that way, but right. um, if, if you are thinking, I would like power, let me figure out how, you come across this article and you go, all right, I'll start being nice and open and calm it sounds backwards i mean like it's, it's cool that you would take the time to practice being these things they sound like you know honest good virtues to me but yeah. if your reasoning for it is to have power i don't know maybe i'm just being a, a bit of a skeptic about it but that no, that sounds cool. backwards yeah it sounds like um well okay i, I should have read more of it though it, because the way this reads it sounds like what what you're speaking to though if you have you know if you have motives that that are good and you know like this says people who rise to power today care for the success and well-being of others like it's almost like power is something that 
happens as a result of doing these wonderful things, you know, uh, the right way. It's almost like, you know, if if you're doing this workout correctly, you know, this is what's going to happen, you know, in terms of muscle. And, you know, it, it, it just kind of seems very like, well, matter of fact ish, you know, well, this is just going to happen, you know, as as a indirect result. So this seems to read more for people who aren't necessarily seeking power. But um, because because I don't see how if I were trying to attain power just for power's sake. That. I would really be interested in expressing interest in others or or advocating on their behalf or, or taking joy in their achievements, you know. Yeah. So it, it sound it, it really makes it sound like, you know, like you're on, on the light side of the force here, you know. Yeah. And and in the you way know. that I'm thinking about it, I don't think people really seek to attain power. They kind of go to take it. Okay. And that's why they have the means that they have and that they use to get power. It, it comes across as more of a trying to take power. And I mm-hmm. guess that's where they go wrong because everyone already has power. And if you misunderstand what power is and you go around trying to take it from people, it doesn't work. Not in the long run because you already had your own. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and we all have something anyway, like, you know, like I was saying it earlier, you know, like we all have um, an area in life, you know, we have a gifting in a particular area where, you know, like, like I keep saying where we have dominion, like, okay. And back up a little bit. Now you remember last week I was saying that, you know, I'm somebody who believes in God. And so I think of, um, not to really get into what I think of God and what God is. I'm not going there, but I think as people who are here to, um, like you said, realize the best versions of ourselves and, and share that with people and, and perhaps, um, inspire others to meet the best versions of themselves. Um, I think of that kind of work as, um, how do I say it? I want to say advancing the culture. Like, like, like think about it like this when, you know, countries are, are under the rule of, you know, other places, you know, uh, they, you know, that, that faraway kingdom comes and colonizes that territory, you know, and they, they set up colonies and in those colonies, they, 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 um, kind of spread the culture of the kingdom. You know, they, they have dominion of that kingdom right there in that colony. And I think in doing the kind of work that, you know, somebody like me would consider godly or, or, or the work of the Lord. It's almost like we're taking an area and colonizing it, you know, and bringing that culture to it, you know. And I think our gifts, whatever your gifts are, I think that they are the means of bringing whatever culture it is that you come from. Uh, I think it's a means to to bring that culture to that place, you know, um, when when. uh and, and again, I'm speaking from my own spiritual belief system. You know, when we when when the prayer says, you know, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, you know, here, like on earth as it is, you know, in the faraway kingdom, heaven, you know, um, you're, you're bringing the, the culture of um, the, the area of your gifting. You're bringing that culture and you're setting up that that. Um, that colonization, if you will. Does that make sense? You know, and I think we're all empowered in a sense to do that, no matter what your your spiritual belief system is. I, I think that we miss out on recognizing what what our power actually is, what our area of gifting is, so that we can have dominion over something. And that's got nothing to do with power over other people. That's more about becoming who you are. You know, like you said, the best version of yourself. That was good. <laughs> word yeah yeah no that was good i think that was that was very clear um so okay. then um, i'm asking now what um what do you think is the reason that people don't grow up understanding that they already have power like what's the thing that helps you to understand that you have power is there a defining moment uh does someone have to tell you like 
do we know and then forget somewhere along the way? Um, oh, wow. I'm asking all of this out loud now for the, you know, as, as I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I, um, I think that children know that they have power. I don't mm -hmm. think that they know what power is, but I think that they know that they have a means to mm, to live their life in a way that hmm, I'm having trouble writing this. Mm -hmm. I think that in the in a in a light sense, um what I consider to be the good sense that power is understanding that you can live a life that you want without mm -hmm. you know doing harm to to anything else and, and it's just a recognition of that i think that that's what what power is and i think that kids know that yeah. and i think that somewhere probably through media as you said happened with you when the word power actually starts to become literally associated with certain things that it grows to become an understanding of um or a defining of rather that it's taking dominion uh from others to have over others because mm. the word itself that we learn and get to use becomes attached to that way of of, of recognition of power so i don't think that the word power and and i'm, I'm big on language um Mm -hmm. And on the use of it, um, I'm always interested on where words come from and why we use certain words that we use for certain things and why there are different phrases in different cultures that mean certain things that other cultures don't have words or phrases to to translate to. Um, and so I'm, I'm thinking literally about when the word power actually starts getting used in a person's life. I think it's, mm. you know, around that time where you like like what you said like in movies and things I don't, you know that's not a topic at home that typically and no. you know you don't see a child you know take dominion over their life and go hey you've got power like that's power right there like <laughs> way to use it well like that doesn't happen and no. so when there becomes a word association for it um it's it's that it's the other thing the thing that most people think about i think that that's the problem yeah or I, a I think problem. kids know you're yeah. right I think kids know that they have power, but you know, it's just the, cause kids have had less time around people telling them they don't have it. You know, like it's, it's after a while, like we were talking about this before we even started recording, you know, like what, what a lot of the things your mom told you, you know, um, in, in building you up or how she would check people that would, you know, try to shut you down when you would get to talking as a little kid, you know? Yeah. Um, she saw that, Hey, there's a power right here. This kid has a gifting in this area. And I think we all know it when, when we're babies. Um, I think it's a matter of remembering at, at some point we, we just remember that we have it. And, you know, so I was looking at remember we look at the definition for remembers to have in or be able to bring to one's mind an awareness of someone or something that has been seen known or experienced in the past um what's the origin I, of that word do you see it there um i don't see it i was i was thinking about the word member though like to remember that's, like, that's what i'm uh, thinking of too like to member like, again Right, exactly yeah. exactly member is being you know someone or something that's a part of something right you know um and and there it is you know the culture that you've come to um that that, that you've come to spread you know over that area that you were gifted to dominate you know and again we're not talking about domination over other people but that that area in life that you were gifted to dominate and and just remembering like rejoining you know becoming reacquainted with that that created you in the first place because that's the very source of all your gifting to begin with and so you came to um like i said spread that culture and that's that's where your power is and i think in doing that it sounds like you're you're doing your why it sounds like you're on your purpose and when in line with your purpose, I can't see anybody 
who doesn't operate with the interest in others or, or sharing appreciation and dignifying other people. You know, those who establish goals and, you know, keep people on task who are uh, communicating with calmness and, and instilling calmness and perspective. And, you know what I mean? Displaying empathy and all that. I think if you're working in your purpose, those things happen naturally. And that rise to power is something that just kind of happens, you know, as a result of that, because you're in line with your area of gifting. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. I completely agree with that. <laughs> so now I'm thinking now, too, though, about the definition of a mechanical or electrical force. Yeah. Um, like a powering of. Yeah. So what's that? How do you think that ties into what we're talking about right now? Um, I, I think the um, I, I think the I think the power is in the remembering. You know what I mean? I, I think it's it, it's mm. in the membering that's, and, that's, and the that remembering. That was a lot for me just now. I don't know if anybody <laughs> else listening had like a oh moment, but I just did. I just did. Yeah, go I'm, for I'm it. Sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off. I nah, go for <laughs> it. No, but yeah, no, that, that was just strong because when you power something like mechanically right. or electrically, um, you it's, it's an action to power, to give power to. We've been right. talking about power as a noun, as a thing to have, to, to hold, uh, to uh -huh. use all of this time. But now we're talking about the means of which we do a thing to bring power about. Right. Um, and so I was thinking, what's that thing? What do you do? It's, and you said <laughs> it's remembering, to remember, yeah. to remember again, to reacquaint. Yes. Um, that's easy. I can start doing that right now. Right. To remember. Absolutely. Man, that yeah, that's a challenge for everybody. Like, go remember, go remember your power, go remember your strength, your right. your your inclinations. Like, what did you do as a kid? What did you like? What were you drawn to? Was it the sky? Was it grass? Was it uh, the color purple? Was it music? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Well, what what is that? Yeah, and yeah. what happened? You know that 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 caused you to to. To forget. To forget. Yeah. Like what happened? What what did you feel like you needed to change or what made you abandon, you know, what you knew for the sake of what you thought you needed to 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 know or, or you know, or for the sake of forgetting it? Because and, 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 and then you say, OK, well, these ideas, are they even mine or did somebody give them to me? You know, the, the idea that I must forget this thing, that I must detach from, you know, what's what's just naturally in me, like. The thing that made me decide to detach from my power source, like that idea, where that come from? Did it come from well-intentioned parents, you know, who were trying to keep you safe? Did it come from another kid who just, you know, who had already forgotten his and then spoke to you and they just spoke loudly enough to get your attention and to make you believe that they were an authority on something? You know, like really think about it and be like, yo, are these even my ideas that I'm subscribing to? And if you recognize that the source of, you know, uh, those ideas or, or the source of what made you forget or turn your back on what you knew already, if you recognize that's not yours, then, man, we like pretty far ahead in the game. Yeah. And that happens, you know, that starts happening, I think, you know, around like adolescence when we start developing yeah. a sense of self. Um, and start learning what we like and you start recognizing why you like the things you like and you start questioning things you start going against things um, in a desire to discover oneself but a lot of people don't get mm -hmm. through that uh, in a clean way we kind of get stuck at the um, you know in a at a place where like you're saying what we do and what we believe is because of something that's been given to us. And I don't think that's inherently a problem. If someone's giving you something to believe in and you genuinely believe in it, then that was easy. <laughs> right. It's already been given to you. But if you've been given something to believe in and through questioning, you learn that you don't actually believe it yourself, then good. Now we can keep going forward. Mm. Um, but yeah, that. Ah, that's a lot. That's a lot. I'm thinking about a lot now. <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah. yeah, take that time. Take that time to remember like yeah. who you are. You know who you are. I think you already know who you are. And a stripping away of, of things um that don't power you, that don't help you to remember that, 
um, maybe you should start looking at peeling some of those back, some of those layers, and get back yeah. to that that place, that thing, those inclinations. Yeah. Your power. Wow. That's pretty heavy. That's, yeah, <laughs> it is. It, it is. It, it happens too, you know. Like, like okay, I, I'll I'll put myself out there. Um, I thought for a long like okay. If if you've listened if you've listened to you know maybe two episodes of this, you know that I'm a high school teacher. Like I'm a music educator, right? So, um, like I'm totally into music. And as a kid, I thought that music was it. You know what I mean? Like I thought that music was it. And then I peeled back a layer. You know, in, in my developing, you know, I was like, well, it's music education. You know, and I had my reasons and everything. And then, you know, you peel back the layer and it's like, you know, like you were talking about peeling back layers of onions and you say, OK, well, it's about reaching people. And you say, well, well, why do you want to do that? And, and 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 you go a little deeper and you're like, well, you know, what? it's about giving people the means to find what's best about themselves, you know, and, and, and you just keep peeling those things back. And the more you peel back, you realize that it had less to do with music. And it was more about the things that music has in common with all those other layers. But you don't find that until you start peeling back, you know? Yeah. Um, and but but I, I think in part of the forgetting process, I, I think we we kind of let the world give us this. And we're kids, you know, so what do we know? But. You know, mm-hmm. we, we let the world give us, you know, in terms of how the world works, what do we know? But we let the world give us this map, you know, that we should be following. And, and before we know it, we're even more lost than we were. You know, it's like, well, this is how you get here. This is how you get there. And you say, well, um, well, I've, I've got to attain this power. I've got to do. And, and, and people will spend decades trying to become somebody that they aren't or or somebody they were never meant to be because they unplugged you know yeah. like a phone when it unplugs you know it'll work for a little while you know what i mean like it'll work for some time but if it never remembers it never re you know rehooks up then in time it's going to lose power and it's going to be something that it wasn't designed to be like a phone with no power makes a great paperweight you know, it's serving a purpose, <laughs> but it's not, you know, what I mean? it's good. not what it was meant to be, <laughs> Not at all. you know. And so um, I, and, and, I, and I've been through it, you know, like and I like like you were saying to take the time to remember, like ask yourself is like the thing that I'm being, you know, is is that really true? To, to what I believe myself to be aside from all the practical advice you've gotten from well-intentioned people, you know, the road to hell is paved with good intentions, you know, but are you doing, you know, and I'm not just talking about a career. I'm just talking how you're spending your time, you know, how you're living, like how you're interacting with the world, how you're interacting with yourself, you know, like really question those things um, as a means to remember what's really true to you. If you had a space, where you could share everything. And I've said this on this broadcast before, and I know I've said this to to kids a lot, but if you had the space where you could share everything that you really believe and everything you think, the way that you think it and the way that you feel it, the way that you believe it, you know, you probably wouldn't do it out of fear that nobody else was going to understand you. So give yourself that space to be alone with you and leave at the door the judgment that others have strapped to you. Leave that at the door and then walk inside to that space and really speak, you know, uh, the truth about you as you see it, you know. And you tell me if what you walk out with matches uh, what you walked in from. That's good. That's really good. I challenge you to ask yourself, have you been walking inside of the footprints of people whose feet are smaller or larger than yours <laughs> Hot <laughs> and have fire. you been tripping and falling because of that it's gonna Hot take you a long fire. time to get to where you're trying to go trying to get your feet to fit into someone else's prints man yo 
finger snaps. Yeah. <laughs> I want to I want to read this excerpt too from this book. I've okay. I've quoted I think or referenced rather this part in like way in the beginning of of us recording all of these. Okay. Um but it's from the book Psycho Cybernetics. I've told you about it by Maxwell mm -hmm. Maltz. Um yes. and I think this will speak to recognizing the things that we do to prevent ourselves from remembering our own power. Um, and I think people who have any kind of spiritual inclination would really appreciate this, this section. Uh -huh. So this part I'm about to read, the section of the chapter is called know the truth about yourself. And the okay. chapter itself is called imagination. The first key to your success, uh, success mechanism. This section says this one paragraph. Um, how can you know the truth about yourself? How can you make a true evaluation? It seems to me that here psychology must turn to religion. The scriptures tell us that God created man a little lower than the angels and, in quotes, gave him dominion, that God created man in his own image. If we really believe in an all-wise, all-powerful, all-loving creator, then we are in a position to draw some logical conclusions about that which he has created, man. In the first place, such an all-wise and all-powerful creator would not turn out inferior products any more than a master painter would paint inferior canvases. Such a creator would not deliberately engineer his product to fail any more than a manufacturer would deliberately build failure into an automobile. The fundamentalists tell us that man's chief purpose and reason for living is to glorify God. And the humanists tell us that man's primary purpose is to express himself fully. However, if we take the premise that God is a loving creator and has the same interest in his creation that an earthly father has in his children, then it seems to me that they're saying the same thing. What brings more glory, pride, and satisfaction to a father than seeing his offspring do well, succeed, and express to the full their abilities and talents? It's hmm. a lot to think about. That's, um, um But even wow. if, you know, I don't think you have to be religious or... Um, Not at all. Subscribe to any specific religion or spiritual belief system to to get with that saying. Right. Yeah. That's um, that. You know what you said sounds like. Um, it, it sounds like um, the moment, like in the way the way it concluded. It sounds like the moment uh, where two people who have been feuding about the best way to reach the top of the mountain decide hey i'm gonna let you go your own way and then near the top they end up meeting up with each other at the same time okay i like that thought that's what that sounds like to me yeah like we're both right <laughs> yeah or we both might be wrong we both might be <laughs> wrong but i don't think so Nah. if nah. you do pull up you know what it is. <laughs> you know the email address. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. want the smoke, man. Right. Yeah, all of it. All that heat. Hey, bring it. Pull up. For real. Yeah. And 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 you know what? And I say that too. Like I, I, I tell like I encourage people to like run up because I am I encourage the opportunity for someone to give me something in a way that I may not have considered it that uh, the might not have considered that it might provide for me the means to have access to a way more, um, I guess, I, I don't know, a, a, a way more, a, a, a wider gaze of the truth. Like a more it's, fully recognized. Yeah. 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 And, and that's why I encourage that. It's like, okay, well, this is what we have to say about it. I mean, that's that's what this whole show is, right? It's like, this is what we have to say about it, you know? But give us something else, you know? And and if you drop something on me, this is the kind of person I am. It's like, that, that pushes me somewhere I haven't been. Great. Great. That's what I'm asking for. I was watching 300 last night with my wife, and... Of course, she she went to sleep after the, the opening, but I sat up and watched most of the movie myself. And there was, uh, you know, of course, the king marched north to the hot gates, you know, with 300 dudes. You know, he called him his personal guard or whatever. And um, the Arcadians, you know, Greeks as well, 
they heard that the Spartans were on the warpath. They like, yo, I want to get down with y'all too. So um, they they get there to like, you know, the banks or whatever, and they see ships of the Persian army, you know, who's coming to take them over. You kind of got to know the story to be able to follow me. But the Persian army is coming to take them over and they see ships out on the water as far as the eye can see. So you imagine how many soldiers are on these ships. And it's scary because we're only 300 deep. And what happens, there's this hurricane that comes like almost instantly and wipes out all of the ships. And all the Greeks are excited like, yeah. And they wake up or whatever the next day or something. And then they see just as many ships on the water, if not more, with a bunch of them, you know, with a bunch of soldiers already on the land. And the dude says, the Arcadian was like, whoa, how can this be? We just saw the those ships get smashed on the rocks. How can this be? And the, the, the Spartan says, basically, my man, what we saw was just a fraction of the monster that is Xerxes' army. And he starts laughing. And the Arcadian is like, what are you laughing about? He says, the Spartan says, you know, in my countless battles, I have yet to meet a warrior who could give what we Spartans call a beautiful death. I would like to think that with all the world's soldiers gathered against us, there might be one down there who's up for the task. I invite that person who can like put to rest the way that I see things or at least breathe more life into it. I invite you to do that because I am, yeah, a co-host on the show, but I'm someone who's seeking to grow as well. So I'm hoping that as you know, the listeners are growing from hearing these conversations um, that they take advantage of the platform to help us grow as well. I went a long way to make that point. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> it's appreciated. I think it's appreciated. It is It is by me, but I think the audience does as well. Um, Word. But yeah, yeah. Wrapping back around to just remembering your power. You've got it. You already have it. Um, if you've been looking for it, then this is fantastic news. And maybe you've been going about the wrong way and trying to attain it. Um, Word. But it's that's that's easy to do to me to just start taking the time to remember now when i say easy i don't mean like it's going to be a breeze to sit and go through that entire process of um you know thinking about what was taken from you and uh what you know maybe your childhood was like or adolescence or whatever point where that power felt like it was stripped from you and redefined in a way that isn't beneficial to you remembering it again but by easy i mean that it's doable and immediately doable. Definitely. You don't have to wait on anything to start. You can start. Any day can be day one, but any day cannot be day 20. You've got to get to one and then two and three and four and so on. But any day can be day one. So you can get on that. Absolutely. Change is immediate. You know, e- even though um, the uh, the results of it might not be immediately visible change is immediate yeah and it doesn't take much to end up in a much uh, more different place than you are now if you're somewhere that you're like drastically far from where you actually want to be it really only takes a slight shift to to you know to get yourself to that place i tend to think of change as like um i'll, I'll think of this big circle let's say there's this circle with like a uh, let's just say a 10 foot diameter like from one end of the circle straight across is 10 feet if i were to put a anything in the center so I put my finger in the center of that circle like pointed in a direction or like a clock hand or something like that mm-hmm. if I shifted that just an inch the place I would end up at the end of the circle then before I shifted it that inch would be much wider than an inch did that make sense totally okay so it doesn't take much to start and to 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 change something Wow. Um, and it doesn't have to be completely what we're talking about right now. It doesn't have to be a complete diving into the process that we just laid out. It could be as simple as just first remembering 
what kind of kid you were. Just for a moment, just what did I do as a kid? What did I like? What kind of things brought me joy? Not even the entire process yet. Just getting comfortable with doing that, with just remembering you as a child. Because that's probably, if you feel that you don't have any kind of dominion over your life, that's probably where it started to fade. Uh-huh. But just that, at the least. When I was a kid, I liked X, Y, and Z. It made me happy. I don't do that anymore. Mm. That's that one-inch shift. That happens. You're so right. As a kid, that one-inch shift. You remember... Um, <laughs> You remember when you first started learning how to write um, and you would come home from school and you were excited and you were writing your name on every piece of paper you could find <laughs> on every envelope yeah. that might have came in the mail and, you know, all that. And, and you just loved it. And, hey, look, I can spell long words like grandmother. And you were just excited that you could write all of that, you know, and you really loved it. And, you know, at some point, writing became synonymous with things that you weren't interested in and things you didn't like and things that were boring or things that brought out the worst in you. And before you know it, you didn't like to write anymore. That's, that's, that's forgetting. That's this, this is really good. This is all really good. This is another one. I wish I was just an audience member for, but I am enjoying <laughs> yeah. speaking to it. I'm loving it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I feel like I gave all that I could to this at the moment. Yeah. I really want to know I love what this. else is thinking. Yeah. Man, they know how to get us. They, they know, know how, how to, pull to get up. us. You know where to pull you up. You know what I mean? We might the letter B wrong at gmail.com. Yeah. You can also hit us up on our Instagram page at we might be wrong podcast. And B is actually spelled B-E there. So that's at <laughs> we might be wrong podcast and you can also hit me up directly at lb.evolving on instagram right on i'm available on instagram that's e underscore flat that's p-h-l-a-t yeah so please please you want to hear your thoughts about this one we want to know what kind of things you've forgotten and what kind of things you've been taking the time to remember if you've already started that process for yourself if you haven't yet we hope you do soon it's one inch it's a one inch shift that's it that's hot fire right there. Because I spit hot fire. That's hot fire, <laughs> That's man. Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> Pull up, y'all. Pull up. Look, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in every week. And if you learned anything from this, then please share it with someone else. It's not even a big deal with us that you tell them you got it from here and from us. But it is Word. helpful if you do, because then more people can share that with more people. And if you think that what we're delivering to you is of high value, then you should be doing that. You should be sharing that with the people you care about. All right. So thank you. Uh, that's it for me. Oh, Thank yeah. you for doing this with me. Peace, y'all.